Please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. You are now entering the flip side. Welcome back to the flip side podcast where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And today I have Bailey, aka Billionaire on the socials. Uh, she is here today to talk many things. Um, Bailey actually had a little bit of a shout out on episode 38 featuring Lyric Everly. So if you guys listen to that episode, this is the Bailey that we were talking about. She's a beautiful, beautiful soul. And I'm so excited to share some space with you. Um, the first time I met Bailey, actually, personally, she was doing like a like a, almost a Tony Robbins seminar uh, at the Milk Room. And I was so impressed by her. And yeah, that started our beautiful friendship. So Bailey, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for joining me on the flip side. You're so awesome. I didn't realize that was the first time that we actually connected. Yep. I thought it was before that, but that's a, that's that's really cool. That was, that was one of my favorite events ever. So I'm yeah. so glad. But thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, of course. I've been wanting to get you on here for a while and you're super multifaceted, which I love and is usually like the type of person that I connect with personally is like the people who we just cannot pick one outlet. We like to do a little bit of here and there. Um, but I know that me watching your journey personally as a friend and just as a spectator, I've noticed that you've gone from this place of really like trying to figure it out to really embodying that you're living and you might find things along the way but it's not, I don't see that like stress of the young you know 20s oh by the way everybody and I know Bailey's probably gonna be like why are you mentioning this but like when I first met Bailey I thought that she was my I thought that she was my age and like she's only 22 is that whole yeah and she is so ahead of her time like I'm, I was blown away like the stuff that she was coming to me about I was like you're only 22 what on earth so I just find you like super fascinating in all the beautiful ways like I wish I was at your level when I was 22 so yeah how has this this you know last few years been because I know we talked briefly about just like getting out of things that weren't working for you. And now I know you're sharing more vulnerable sides of yourself and yeah, just, just take it away from there. Like what is Bailey up to? Yeah. Um, well, I feel like a new person every single year. Um, nothing, the past couple of years, nothing has been the same. Like every single year, I feel like it's been, you know, constant, just change, change, change. Um, but I know that we connected when I was going through, you know, some really major life changes last year. Like we actually kind of got close. We ended up going to like a cute little coffee shop and I was just like so happy to be sharing energy with you. Um, and last year was a very like transforming period for me. So I feel like I'm stepping into this era of like freedom overall, openness, um, just creation like I just want to create as much as I can without burning myself out yeah. um so you know as as a young as a young entrepreneur young creative I think that it it's hard for anyone it's hard for anyone emotionally mentally all that so um you know I I just I'm just trying to uh so my brain just turned off no, it's okay. Don't worry. That's my life. 
I also have ADHD if anyone cared to to know that and I you know it, it'll jump from like thing to thing to thing and then you just forget it all together and I love that for me so no it happens to the best of us and I think that you're really like you know you're you're pointing out the things that are happening in life it's like there are things that are you know all over the place and then you living your life to try and put it all together in this more cohesive space and especially I get it like us as creatives we want to do 5 billion things and that can be difficult for people to know how to to you know structure into their life so it's like a blessing and a curse like I know when you get the entrepreneur like if you're an entrepreneur like I feel like you don't really mean to choose it but like you can't do anything else like you just have to you just have to. And I will say this, like, I think this is a really good thing to talk about because I'll tell you this, the more you try to not do the thing that your heart and your soul and like, you know, deep down that you're supposed to be doing, you will be miserable, miserable, yeah. miserable, miserable. Like I, I feel like that was such a big turning point for me in my creative journey. And just like becoming a woman in general was just being like, you know what? Like, I want to do what I want to do. I know in my heart what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm not doing it out of either like the box I've been put in my whole life or like whoever I was around. Like I really had to shed everything and I had to get super open in order to get to where I'm at now, to where I'm like, okay, um, I kind of have that direction of what I really want to do, which is, you know, pursue music and um, I still get to create on the side of that with like my marketing and branding and all that. So yeah, it's so, the more that you stray away, the more it'll bring you right back facts. And so how do you feel? Cause I know that you went from a, a place of being more not hidden, but maybe less vulnerable and sharing yourself or your creative aspects, um, and your marketing and how has it been transforming? Cause I know that you, you even talked about like now, you're sharing way more of your life and it's actually healing you as opposed to, you know, hiding it from the world. So how has that process been and what did you make a conscious decision to do that? Or, you know, how did you find yourself in a place where you're like, I'm just going to share the ups and downs and everything else? Like, did you want to help people through that? Like, what was the inspiration behind how this kind of happened? Yeah, um, you know, it's it's been push and pull for me because, I try not to share too much while also sharing enough to be vulnerable because I am such an advocate for vulnerability. I think it's the only way to change lives, your life, other people's life. I think it's the only way. And <clears throat> I think that I feel the most natural when I'm just doing what I need to do for me, sharing what I need to share because it feels good to me. When I start overthinking it, like, oh, what would other people want me to share? What what are other people, you know, need to hear right now? I don't have to be their savior. And I want to share like what I've been going through because you know what? I have seen a lot of things at this young age. I've been through a lot of things. And at this point, um, you know, I know that I have a story to share that other people will want to hear. And you know, I want to share it in ways that are tasteful and graceful and like um, rece receptive to the people that are going to be listening to it. So um, it was a hard transition, though. I was very into like entrepreneurial, hardcore, like businesswoman for a little while. I went through that era of like grind hard, like no, <laughs> no I went through that era and I'm I've just been working 15 hour days. 
Girl, girl. <laughs> I, was, I was I was in that mode at that time and I was in like grind 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 I was around people that were like you know just up all night like doing crypto yeah. and you know what <laughs> no <fucking> thank you <laughs> we got hooked on that crypto <laughs> sorry I, I, I just I just want to be soft man I just I just want to be soft and it doesn't mean weak because you know what, as a woman out here, we kind of got to, we got to make shit happen. Right. But at the same time, there is so much power in just being soft. Like I'm calmer. I have a lot less stress. I feel like I accumulated a lot more um, like abundance ever since I started taking that route and cutting out people that made me act in ways that were, you know, tough. Cause I'm no, nah, I'm I'm a soft I'm a baby. I'm a softie. <laughs> I, I, just think wanna- I think that's so important to note because I I totally relate to you with this. And I think we've connected on it. Like both you and I, when we first really connected, we were both kind of going through that whole thing where it was like we were finding balance within that feminine side of us and not even feminine, but again, like gentle, like powerful yet calm. And that can be a hard transition for people, especially after like the f- the past, however long the freaking boss babe era has lasted, which I don't like that phrase at all. But like, it's been a really weird time for women in these spaces because for year, what is it? Maybe now like 20, 30 years, probably plus there's been more of that acceptance, but it's still like, you got to be one of the dudes. You got to play the field. Like you got to be in there. And then we're, we've been lacking on our, real superpowers as women to bring that other side of things to the entrepreneurial spaces, to companies, to marketing, to creative outlets and music and whatever we're doing. And I think I've seen not only you, but I'm like, I'm picking up on this huge shift for everybody because like you can only act inauthentic for so long. Like it just, it's so unsustainable. It's It's so unsustainable so unsustainable I totally agree with you and you know I feel like again I have attracted so much more by just like sitting back and letting it happen how it's supposed to happen I with music for instance like I am not forcing anything right now I am creating for the creation I'm in the studio I'm still you know putting effort in it's not it's not so much about just like being lazy and not doing it. It's about you know when to act and you should also know when to rest and be quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because at the end of the day, you know, it's not in our feminine energy to be to be constantly on go mode like that. I feel like I was attracting not only poor men, I was attracting poor people in general. I was attracting just people that made me in fight or flight survival mode constantly. When I finally was like, you know what, this is not how I want to live. I have found like just the most supportive tribe of people who would, I could call them and they could be across the country and they'd fly to me right now just to make sure I'm okay. And like, I've never had that in my life. So there's power in rest. There's power in like gentleness, so much of it. And it takes a very strong, we're talking about women specifically right now, but like even men too but it takes a very strong woman to be able to you know embrace the softness and still get shit done yeah so. yeah I I love that and I I honestly even though you just said that yeah it might be more specific for women but I think that there's like 
when you talked about authenticity, authenticity earlier, I was like, that's and vulnerability earlier. That is beautiful for men too. Like, I feel like if men just learn to be more vulnerable, like how much safer the world would feel because like we all we're not that different like we're different in a lot of ways but we're not all that different like we've got some similarities too so it's like I'm really glad that you you touched on that for sure absolutely yeah men men and vulnerability and women and vulnerability vulnerability in general is just the most powerful thing that's on this earth in my opinion um and it's the only way to develop real connections because there's a lot of like look around us there's so much going on so much going on and to be vulnerable is really difficult but when you do and you're able to like harness it in a way that you know you're still protecting yourself it's it's a really incredible thing especially for creatives yeah so speaking of all of this and tying it into your music career like go bring all the listeners into a little bit of a a background of how you started singing and you started songwriting um, because Bailey has a voice on her and she's a beautiful, beautiful singer and songwriter. So everybody go check her out. That's an aside for now. But um, how did you get into that? And like, you know, being a being someone in music, like you, you really do need to be vulnerable as much as some people don't think you need to be like that. But that's a really um, a vulnerable space. You know, you're singing from your heart. You're sharing your emotions and and how did this whole process of getting into music start for you yeah um you know I have been told my entire life that I'm too sensitive I'm too emotional I'm too this I'm too that and I spent my pretty much my entire childhood just trying to be less trying to be less in all aspects and now that I'm becoming like the woman that I want to be the creative that I want to be the artist that I want to be it's it's helped me embrace like my sensitivity and my emotions because I am sensitive I'm very sensitive but in such a beautiful way um because I'm able to express it through my music and you guys have not heard like my actual heart yet because I took I took such a long break because I was just so um disconnected I was in a relationship that was not good for me and it basically took me away from what I really should have been doing which is fine we all we go through it right you know yeah Um, and I when I got back to LA last year all I've been doing is being in the studio and just trying to make music that I actually resonate with um but to your question of like how I started um I've been singing my whole life so (laughs) I my mom tells me like before I was talking I was singing in she tells me that all the time she's like that's how I always knew it was you because you just would sing in the morning so it's been for everything it just has taken me some time to like really step into it so right and like recognize that you could take it on as a possible profession or in oh, yeah, that whole, realm that's that's another thing like I, I feel like every musician knows this of like no one supported me at the time my whole family my family was like no, you need to go get a job. Here I am, you know, doing marketing and stuff, right? Oh, they love that. Do they love my music? Not entirely, you know, because like, it's not, no one, no one understands unless you're in it, unless you feel it and that seed has been planted in your heart and you know, that's the route you're supposed to take. It's such a risk, but that's what you got to do. But that was my whole life, basically just like, you know, you got to get a real job. So, yeah. So speaking of that, because all my, everybody on the flip side here, we love manifestation. We love learning about intuition. We love, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so 
how would you help somebody who's listening who has maybe wanted to be a singer or creative for years, but they haven't, you know, acted on that? How would you distinguish those feelings? You know, is that that gut feeling? Um, you just can't possibly shake the feeling. Like, how did, how would you describe that to somebody um, who's maybe trying to like resist their true passion? And what would you recommend to those people? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm still trying to find it as much as I'd like to say, like, I, I know exactly what I'm doing. I don't all the time. And I think you just know, you know, because every time you step away from it, if you feel miserable when you're not doing it, that's where you're supposed to be at, regardless of if you're putting, don't put pressure on it. That's my thing. Like, I don't want to put so much pressure on myself to where I run away from it. So, you know, I think that with social media and all this as a beginning creative, you're constantly going to be flooded with like comparisons and people wanting you to be someone that you're not ready to be yet. And I would say just take baby steps, take baby steps and be around the right people because you are who you're around. That was my thing. Even when I wasn't, you know, making music actively, I was making sure I was surrounded in people who were in positions that I'd want to be in or that I look up to creatively or whatever. And that's, that's what's helped me build my tribe now. So yeah, that's what I would say. That's something that I've noticed about you is that you've had a really innate ability to find mentors um, almost by, you know, not, um, not by accident, but almost like you really have stepped into finding people that you want to work with or want to maybe emulate in certain aspects. And I feel like a lot of people are maybe shy of doing that or scared to ask for mentoring. So did that come naturally to you or like what, how did, how did that happen? Or like, could you give advice to people who are afraid to ask for help? Because I personally think that like most people when it, personally, if they ask me for advice, I'm like, Oh my God, thank you. You know, so like, I don't think that people realize that if you're asking somebody that you admire for help, like, they're not going to be mad at you. <laughs> no, they're not going to be mad at you. And like, I would say, honestly, my branding and marketing side totally ties into my music side because that branding and marketing side helps me become fearless. I don't know if you know this, but I met Lyric because I one day was like, you know what? I want to, I want to start a branding agency. That's what I want to do. And I was on Instagram and I found this, um, I found someone that I was working with that um, I basically just DM'd on Instagram. That's it. That's all it took. Hopped on a call. And here we are a year and a half later. And she's one of the people that I like heavily look up to as a woman in general. I think she's just incredible in every aspect, right? Um, Don't be scared. Just, just do it. Just like be yourself. Don't over pressure anything. Don't overpressure anything at all. Yeah. I love like, that. People like authenticity. Keep going to like milkroom events and like other <laughs> other types of events. Just keep going to them and you will meet really incredible people. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. Shout out. I freaking. Yeah. I could talk about them for a whole episode. Um, no, you know, what's so funny is earlier today. So I was on my friend Kayla's episode. Um or on her podcast as a guest today. And it's so funny because I talk about this on so many episodes. It's like the theme of the day. Like it pops up throughout the day, no matter who you're talking about, no matter whether or not people know each other. And like the same thing about baby steps 
popped up like Kayla mentioned it as well and then it somehow led into shout out Greg in the milk room (laughs) (laughs) it's not the the, the whole series of events guys like it didn't go from this like baby steps to like that but it was like almost very similar right then so I just had deja vu and I had to I will say I had some I had some very 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 pivotal moments in my life and I'm not saying like it was like like directly correlated to milk room but it happened to be that's where I would have them like yeah, pivotal it. moments pivotal moments and so that place will always have a spot in my heart you know Aww. but you know just to go back to like baby steps it really is that simple it's that simple fearlessness um you know another thing like people are not thinking about you they're not yeah. they're yeah. not they're not you if you let's say you dm someone they're gonna see it either they reply or they don't they're they're not thinking about you. <laughs> like, <I know. laughs> they're literally, literally going to move on with their day. Like that was such a hard thing for me to learn is that when something embarrassing would happen or like I would say, like I just felt uncomfortable. Yeah. It doesn't matter because they are not thinking about me. So remember that it's not, it's not about you. It's, it's okay. It's okay. No. Isn't that funny though, too, like to think back about times where things bothered you and you'd be like, internally I'm speaking for myself right now people would be like they didn't put me first in their thoughts <laughs> like you start recognizing you're like whoa like, you know, like being an adult is like actually really hard and like you know <laughs> you know like just like having normal human interactions is like really difficult sometimes so you know uh I've definitely had those moments too okay good I'm just kidding no I <laughs> like I'm just glad not to be alone in this but oh, it's hilarious it's definitely hilarious. Not. and I can imagine a lot of people that are listening are feeling the same way so what yeah. did Drake that's what changed that's what changed it for me and I remember this when he said give anything 72 hours like if something happens give it 72 hours it will go away so I've been in situations where something really like crazy has happened and I've had to suffer for 72 hours but after that 72 hours it it didn't matter anymore. It was gone. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that one before. I've heard that Drake phrase before the 72 hour rule people. It, it does work. It's, it's stressful, but it works. (laughs) It does. It is, but it's a lot less stressful than like trying to overcompensate and being like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Facts, facts, like meditate on it and chill for a minute. Let it go. It doesn't matter. We're just like, it's like floating on like a little rock in the middle of it doesn't matter it doesn't so is that your new perspective on things <laughs> like that might have been overpowering in the past if you've been overwhelmed by something or very emotional like is is that something that you would recommend to other people who are maybe having a hard time with like getting over things like how did you transmute that energy to now being more calm no matter if something bad good whatever it is comes your way. Like, how are you now handling that? Oh yeah. Uh, 10,000%. That is something that has changed my life. Um, it's part of my meditation daily now is just imagining like, cause it's so hard. We just think the world revolves around us all the time. Like you'll go through your day and all these things are happening and you're not realizing that someone else is having their own personal experience. And it can be really difficult, especially for someone who's an empath, who's sensitive like I can pick up on body language I can pick up on text messages changes like things like that will trigger me and send me into a spiral right so just realizing sometimes and bringing myself back and being like 
none of nothing, not, not that none of it matters, but more so that I'm just a little speck. I'm just a little speck, just a little, you know, it's okay. Like it's going to be okay. I'm not in danger. Right. Because I don't want to walk around with the anxiety of someone who's getting chased by a bear 24 seven. I don't, I really don't. Right. So just learning that that's a really good tool. I love that. And so, okay, back to some entrepreneurship stuff, because I feel like all the stuff we're talking about really ties in together. But with people who are, you know, young, maybe they just graduated from college, maybe they didn't go to college, and they realize that this is the path for them. And they're working things out. I know we talked about DMing people that you admire. But starting like, for instance, your brand and marketing company, which is huge to do, and now I believe you're working for somebody else, which you can get into that too. But what what has this process been like for you? Um, has it just been something that you've kind of thrown yourself in with? Or like, did you have anybody in your life that was an entrepreneur and you like learned from example? Or how did this life find you? Yeah, um, believe it or not, I, I did go to college um, for like two months <laughs> until I realized... <laughs> what this is just I knew it wasn't for me but I was so pressured to go to college that's what like my dad had pressured me for my entire life you know like you're you're going to college so when I just decided that was that was a pivotal moment in everything that's happening now because I was like you know what I don't want to this isn't what I want to do and it was such a blessing for me I am not saying that that is the route for everybody I think that there is great you know value in getting a good education but I chose the experience route. Um, my dad is an entrepreneur. I've been surrounded in entrepreneurs my whole life. Um, I, you know, like even like past friends, past boyfriends, whatever, have always been like very entrepreneurial. And that's just who I've surrounded myself in. Um, but, you know, I I started doing branding and marketing. I was doing it before I knew I was doing it. And I was getting very underpaid for it. And so when I realized like, oh, the stuff that I'm doing actually provides a lot of value and um, I really want to help change people's, you know, brands, careers for the better, because I know that I love, I just love telling stories. I'm a storyteller in music and business and whatever. And so, yeah, that's kind of where it started. That's when I met Lyric, but that's, that's, that's the gist of how I got into like the business side of things. But music has just always been natural. It's, I've just always naturally been surrounded in it. And that's another reason. That's how you know. That's how you know. There's just, things just keep coming to you. That's why. I like that. It's like, even if you try to escape it, it's like, nope. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would just, sure. I would just, I would just stray away from it and start like going hard into like my boss, my boss girl era. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I randomly run into like a really big artist or someone that I'm inspired by or whatever. And I'd be all of a sudden that flame gets reignited and then you just can't get your mind off of it. And now it's about learning how to manage both because I think a part of me would also miss, you know, my marketing and branding side, my business side, because I do love telling stories in that way too. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm, you know, I'm just learning how to balance both of them because I wouldn't want to lose one or the other, you know? So to piggyback off of that, do you believe you can have it all? Again, look, I'll let you guys know. (laughs) I am 
I am notorious for like believing I'm indestructible and like I'll do a thousand things at once until I'm completely burnt out and then I just hibernate for three weeks or whatever um trying not to do that and trying to just find a balance no I don't you can't there's no way you can't have it all and you do kind of have to you have to choose you have to choose but you know being an artist in LA I mean, in what reality are your bills getting paid? What reality? I'd love to know because, you know, I don't know. <laughs> and if you have if you have another passion that like can feed that, you know, that, that there's a reason for it. But I think the overall passion, like in my case, is like it's obviously music, but my um, my skills in other areas are helping fuel that. And so that's why all of it's very important. But I couldn't I couldn't I have a ton of other passions that I don't have time for. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I like your answer because honestly, I I was I now I'm thinking I should ask everybody that question just to see what their perspective is because like the philosophical side of me wants to be like yes, like time it time is non-existent. It's uh, you know, a concept and <laughs> you can do whatever. But I think that your choice of words aka the word choice is really powerful. And I think that that's something that we really failed to mention, especially or failed to acknowledge as creatives, because, yeah, we we do want to do so many things like, oh, my God, I I have an embroidery project downstairs, a painting, a sweater that I'm working on. And I'm like, I mean, connect. yeah, I know. That's what I mean. If you can't tell, Bailey and I are pretty, pretty good friends. Um, so it's like I resonate with you. I do the same thing. I burn myself out and then I go ghost unintentionally and maybe talk to like my mom and uh, boyfriend and that's it. So like I, I totally get you. And so I think that this is I think I didn't recognize how much I needed to ask that question on an episode. It's like, let's just be realistic, especially if we want to get our dreams accomplished but that doesn't mean that you don't have to, you know, cut yourself off from what makes you happy. So I'm no, glad that you said that. Yeah, no, you can't cut yourself off from what makes you happy. Like I, the you know, the smart route or the route that other people will tell me to take. Obviously, I, I have a really good career in marketing. Um, you know, I have, you know, I have a house. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing fairly well for where I'm at right now. I would not be able to do that without my music. I wouldn't. Yeah. It, it just doesn't it doesn't work. So you, you can't, you can't, you can't have it all, but you can't stray away from something that you are destined to be doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that because, you know, one of the books that changed my life was, um, I, I, I want to say it was Awaken the Giant Within from Tony Robbins. It was a Tony Robbins book. Not sure if that's the specific one, but I remember him talking about how, he worked a nine to five or worked AK example, like the marketing business that you're talking about. And then he was like, so many people want to quit those paycheck jobs and just like fulfill their passion. But Hey, if you're passionate enough, you keep the nine to five job. Guess what? You do have hours left in the day. It's all about your choice and how you structure it. And I think that you're a really great example of doing all of that. And a lot of people don't want to do that. Like it might be more difficult. You're going to be more tired. You, you know, might wish for more hours, but I think that you really do embody like this whole, I'm going to make my dreams happen no matter what. And I just really admire that about you. Like, I think that a lot of people just don't want to do that. And you actually just put, you know, you just say, no, I'm going to do it. I'm kind of glad we got into this because this is actually a very relevant topic for where I'm at, right? This is 
everything's very new to me and very unfamiliar to me right now. Um, so it is about my work-life balance, my time management skills. Um, but you know, I, this whole boss grinding era, all of that. Yeah. There was a time where everyone was like, just quit your nine to five and like would shame people that had them. But at the end of the day, like we need to survive. And my thing is, is like, my piece is so important. My piece is so important. I am not the artist that would sleep on a couch or be homeless for it. I wouldn't. I love music. It is my soul. It is my heart. It is everything. There's a lot of people out here that would be willing to give up their entire lives for it, but I'm just not because you know what? At the end of the day, eight hours of sleep is important to me. Okay. And regardless, I'm getting that eight hours of sleep. I will be getting that eight hours of sleep. Like I don't play about that. I don't play about it. It just means that my weekends are typically really packed up. It means that after work, I'm right to the grind for a couple hours and then I go to bed. It's time management. It's time management and you absolutely can do it. Absolutely. You can do it. If you're out there and you're feeling like really overwhelmed by the choices or like the pressure that society is putting on you as like an artist or whatever you're trying to do, just know that there is a thing called time management and you, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many hours I can waste on a couch? Like if you let me. So like, I, I look, I'm not perfect. I do it all the time. And then you feel like, yeah. And then you feel like crap about it. And you're like, dude, like, I don't have time to be just doing stuff like that anymore. You just have to, you know? Yeah. yeah. God. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going off topic right now, but I recently, because I, I know both of us love psychology. Um, and so I, you know, the whole, like, I can't believe I'm going to drop this. Sorry, SEO. Or maybe actually I'm not. Maybe it'll, maybe people will find the flip <laughs> side. But the freaking Scandaval thing. Did you ever get into that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I've been so off the grid. I don't Good, even- good. No, don't don't get into it. Don't look it up. It'll take over your life. Okay, so in my generation, the the Lisa Vanderpump, like the restaurants out here, Sir and Pump, that was like my generation of people who like moved to LA. They were like, oh my God, like the struggling artists, like they're on the show and then like you watch their lives. Anyway, this is so irrelevant. I just like, (laughs) he just, so one of the characters like betrayed his girlfriend of nine years in like a really public way and it was crazy. And so all of our like, you know, we were day one fans or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. And uh, so I went back and I've been wasting a lot of time on that couch like I'm talking about because I've gone back and like tried to look at the previous episodes to like to check this man's psychology to see where we all went wrong. (laughs) And I was like, this is so not productive. Like, what am I going to do? Write a dissertation on like his psychology? What am I doing? Like, get up. So I had to like literally tell myself, go, go outside and put, take your book in your hand and stop. You know what? We all have different coping mechanisms and maybe you're the, you you might, this is my perception, you know, of like how I see you do things. Like you'll dive into a topic and get really deep into it. And that might be your coping mechanism for whatever it is like distracting. But at the end of the day, it is like a distraction, right? And it's good that you can recognize it and be like, you know what, this is not really fueling, you know, what I need to be doing. So because sometimes it's hard to even that's like the first step is like even saying this is a distraction and it needs to go yeah <laughs> it's just like it's just vulnerable for all the listeners right now to let them know my dirty little secret <laughs> for the past week 
I feel like I feel like mine is you know I don't watch Netflix very often anymore yeah I feel I, you it's so emotionally invested it's uh, it's insane it's yeah. insane I don't find many shows that I'm like what's the one all American oh, I don't know if you have... no it's I get so emotionally invested in shows like that to the point where it genuinely affects my life like it's so bad I I just I can't I can't I only okay. watch TV like on a Saturday night and that's it like I cannot watch it during the week because I will be manic no see that's good see everybody listening don't do what we've done it's don't. not okay live <laughs> we've done it so that you don't have to you know what I mean? like, <laughs> we put in the blood sweat and Alex, can give you, Alex can give you the clip notes from whatever she learned <laughs> so stupid like I don't like what am I gonna do like be ready on um family feud not family feud what's the other one um jeopardy and be like oh my god i have the answers thank god somebody asked me that <laughs> like <laughs> i'm never even applied for jeopardy maybe one question well, yeah i love that about you that's a really i mean it's it's not the worst coping mechanism to have if you if you're if we're being honest if we're being honest, I would, like i love to find puzzle like the puzzle pieces you know like i, I always talk about this is like in a parallel life, I would be a detective. Like, leave that. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about this, maybe. And we don't mess with us. Don't. America's most wanted. We already found him. Like, that's my ego talking. But, but I'm that friend, that. you know. They'll text me and be like, "Hey, I think my boy. Oh, I'm on it. I'll here's the receipts. Got you. I've no. been through this a couple times. I know how to do it. Okay." <laughs> feel like that is why I like get into these spots of like wanting to figure out the puzzle and that's been my most recent puzzle but you know again irrelevant it's fine it just... I love that for you. it's not irrelevant I love that for you <laughs> well thank you very much <laughs> but again so everybody too like I anything that you're working on now because I know that you also got a new job you don't really need to talk about that if you don't want to but I just am speaking from like what I know is going on recently um with everything that you have learned through this process that we've talked about and now entering this new job and working on your music and I see your lovely house and it's so cute what is something that if you would have known something that you've learned recently a year ago or two years ago what would you tell past version of Bailey to look forward to or to do to make their life easier that is such a loaded question if you were to tell me a year ago that I would be here where I'm at right now I that little girl would not believe you like my life did a 180 and I I've done some research like introspection trying to figure out why it did that 180 and it's a number of things it's not just one or two things like it's just I watched my brain transform and like I oh my goodness it's just it's a lot and I don't want to go super into like religion or anything but I will say that I have I was not raised Christian I was very like against all of that but I will say I recently was able to like develop a relationship with God and um he pretty much pulled me out of like the worst time of my life (laughs) the worst time so 
I, I think it's just, it was just being open. I was just so open. I just wanted help. I just wanted to be rescued. I wanted to rescue myself. I knew that where I was at was just a pattern that I had been in for so long. And, you know, you meet like, you meet the same guys, you meet the same situation you're in, you know, I was in Austin last year. I was supposed to be there until July of this year. And my best friend, Crystal, shout out Crystal. Shout Um, out Crystal. Shout out Crystal. Love that girl. That girl saved my life. When I tell you that girl saved my life, like pulled me out of Austin, let me stay on her couch while I was struggling. You know, I was struggling to emotionally everything I had. I didn't have a job at the time. Like I was just trying to figure it out, you know? And, um, I would just tell her that things are going to be okay. Like I just to eliminate all distractions, I think, um, you again, back to this topic where we were talking about in the beginning, you know, in your heart, what you're supposed to be doing in the same tone, you know, when you're not supposed to be doing something because everything will go to, it will be chaos. It will be war. It will be your relationships won't work. Your friendships won't work. All of that will not work until you just do what you're supposed to be doing. It's, I love it's that. Beautiful. I love that. I just lost my voice. That's how much I love it. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, but yeah. seriously, um, I, I've watched you so like, funny. like the 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 way that you are glowing. Not to be corny, but it's like facts. Like the way that you're glowing in comparison to when I last saw you last year, through everything that I know you briefly mentioned, like I'm so freaking happy for you and you deserve all of the world. And I, I just know that you're here to help so many people. And obviously like your energy is infectious. And I hope that people, um, you know, from listening and getting a little brief introduction to who Bailey is, um, Bailey Wilson, I forgot to mention your last name so people can, you know, look you up, but I feel like, (laughs) yeah, I feel like people just, you definitely this is just the beginning of so many different beautiful things that you're going to be in the process of creating on this planet and so i'm really really proud of you and i'm so happy that you came on to talk a little bit of everything today um just to give some people some hope and like you know you can you really can 180 your life for sure and you and let me tell you last just to just to sum it up your life can change in 30 days 30 days I remember it happening. There was one, like at the beginning of that 30 days, I was in a completely different position. 30 days later, it was magic. It wasn't even, I'm not even going to say it was like hard work, long nights, like all, it wasn't that. It was just me giving up. I was like, whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. I gave up, I gave in, I was open and that's when it all came. So just like do, do what you know you're supposed to be doing. Don't stray away from it. And let go sometimes. You can't like hold on to things so tightly, you know? Gotta just let it go. But I am so grateful for you too, Alex. Like you, you, you came to me in such a vulnerable time and we really relate in a lot of those ways. So I'm just, I'm really proud of you too. And you are a natural at this. I am really impressed. I am not as like socially, like I can't like speak. You know? No, you can, you can. Or you okay. can. You know, it's like internal, like, you know, it's, but I'm just really, I'm really impressed by how you, you know, carry yourself on these podcasts. And in general, I'm really happy. Oh, well, I freaking love you. Thank you so much. That just made my day. <laughs> You're welcome. This is so cool. I like, I have seen, a, I'm not going to lie. I've seen a couple of episodes, but it's just like watching you actually do it in person. This is, this is, this is where you're supposed to be. Like you are. Yeah. This is where you're supposed to be. 
You know, I appreciate that because I have had people tell me that and I am just waiting for this to to be the moment. Like I finally, and I, I said it on an episode that I just released, so I guess I'll say it again. It's fine. But I just got laid off um, beginning of June. So I took that as one of these moments like we were talking about where it's like, if you ain't doing what you're not supposed to be doing, things will happen to put you back in the place where you're supposed to be doing it. So I've had no choice but to realize, oh, my God, what makes me happy? It's doing this podcast. And I I think I've done like eight episodes this week and I have not felt tired once from doing it. I've felt so excited and yeah, I just got to stop trying to go back to corporate fashion. I don't know what I keep doing. I just keep trying to do that for some reason, but it's just, it ain't it. Mm-mm. Obviously not. That brought a little bit of tears to my eyes because it's so freaking cool that, I mean, I've been watching you, like you're booked up. It took us forever to even schedule this. Like that, that is just so cool. It, 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 it probably sucked in the moment, but you know what? you don't get many options like this or chances like this to like have all the time in the world to do what you want to do and you're not even forcing it and it's coming naturally. Yeah. That's, this is where you're supposed to. Thank you for the validation. Welcome. This is so cool. Like I feel the magic. I feel it. So for everybody listening, this is obviously a bit of a different episode because I have one of my really close friends on here and like (laughs) they're seeing a different side of me right now. This is the side that you'll get at the the party that I never go to. I don't know why I just said that because I'm like, I you'll never catch me at a party. But yeah. this is like my friend friend side. You know, what, you know what's funny is when we have been at parties, we're usually like in the corner, like with the candles. I know. Like, That's what we do. It's like, do you want this water? <laughs> we're the moms of the group. Like, is everyone okay? Is everyone cool? Okay, I'm gonna go home. All right. Okay, it's 9 30. Okay, time for me to go. <laughs> That's past my bedtime. No, for real. Like I go to bed at nine now. Get your rest. Get your sleep. Get your sleep. Honestly, facts. It's life changing. It's uh, I I'm all here. Honestly, this too. It's this has actually been life changing for me. If I have like your seventy two hour rule that you're talking about, mine is if I feel overreactive, take a nap. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Like, I, I mean, like you know, speaking from like the nine to five perspective. Trust me, I want to take naps. Mm-hmm. so often throughout the day but like that's incredible that's that's a great yeah. you got to you got to I yeah you cannot overexert yourself as a creative like please don't please don't no no and it's so easy to do like I'm just glad that I'm not the only one and I'm realizing like we all have the same battle it's like where to harness that energy and where to transmute it and where to create with it so you're not alone you are not alone bailey and i are there right there with you oh yeah oh yeah we're we're there (laughs) so to wrap this up because obviously i could talk to you forever where can people find you if they want to get involved or maybe if they even want to ask you about your journey into branding marketing music etc etc where can people find bailey and yeah yeah that's it that's yeah um yeah you guys can find me on instagram at billionaire b-a-i-l-l-i-o-n-a-i-r-e it's just billionaire with an a guys i say that and people like have a whole brain aneurysm but it's (laughs) billionaire with an a right um speaking into existence but yeah, I have some performances coming up for the first time, like the first streak. I performed a couple of times, but never on like a big scale. So pretty excited about that. Um, new music is coming out. 
And yeah, I would love to just talk about life with y'all. So hit me up. (laughs) I love it. Definitely go hit her up, guys. She's inspiring. She's got a killer voice and she's a beautiful soul. So Bailey, thank you again for coming on today and sharing time with me on the flip side. And thank you all of you beautiful, beautiful listeners that come and you know, share time with me in all of these different little spaces with beautiful, beautiful guests. So I absolutely adore each and every one of you. I promise new merch is coming out soon. I've got like five new designs coming out. So I promise I won't disappoint on that. I will use my corporate fashion background that I keep getting laid off from (laughs) to really do those designs. Just kidding. It's a weird time in fashion. I love how open you are about it though. (laughs) Yeah. I just like, whoops. Anyway, so I love each and every one of you guys and hit me up on the flip side if you ever want to come on and thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you back soon on the flip side for the next episode. Bye. Bye.